1: Thank God for Max Verstappen. We said it last week and we say it again this week. (laughs) With greater intensity after the 2015 Brazilian Grand Prix. What a race, Kunal.
0: Yes, we do. He livened up yet another boring Formula 1 race. And this time he claims he was inspired by Kimi Raikkonen's move on Michael Schumacher from 2012. That lad is emulating the right drivers, I tell you.
1: Absolutely. Since you say that, I think if there's one driver who can learn from Max this year, it's Kimi Raikkonen. (laughs) (laughs) He seems just so much slower in his Ferrari than Max in the Toro Rosso.
0: I really wish they'd swap seats. But guess what? Yost the Boss just confirmed that Max will indeed stay with Toro Rosso next season. If only Ferrari would take some risk by changing their driver lineup. And if it is so evident to us fans, I wonder why it isn't evident to the top teams. Just go sign that land. And he is the cheapest that he'll ever be in the Formula 1 driver's market.
1: You know, it seems to be right when Bernie says that Formula 1 teams are here to race and not conduct business. (laughs) (laughs) The other driver who could learn just so much from Max at Interlagos... Lewis Hamilton, Ouch. so our much-spoken-about, much-acclaimed triple-world champion, he claimed that following a car wasn't possible at Interlagos, let alone even overtaking one.
0: And Max overtook, I think, two or maybe three drivers, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> but, wait a minute, before you write off Hamilton's inability to overtake in Interlagos, I must commend his attacking drive to P2. He knew that he was at a strategy disadvantage because he qualified second and he was trailing Rosberg in the race, okay? And he knew that he wouldn't get the prime pit stop strategy in the race as well. But instead of complaining, he, well, okay, he did complain. Little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He decided to chase Rosberg on track and sort of tried to force Mercedes to put him on a different tyre strategy.
1: Commendable.
0: And I'm very glad that Mercedes didn't listen to their world champion driver. But hats off, like I said, he tried really hard. Now, how many times this season have we seen Rosberg do exactly that? I honestly can't remember. Nor can I. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is where it prompted a very interesting discussion post-race that should drivers be allowed to make their own tyre strategy?
1: Exactly. You know, since you've asked that question, I'm going to pick it up again. Should Mercedes, or for that matter, any other team, allow their drivers to make tyre choices during the race? Damon Hill seems to think that they should.
0: In my view, tyre choices in today's generations are different from those of the past. There is just so much data available to the engineers that it is best left for them to make this decision. Otherwise, I don't understand why teams would need to collect this much of data anyway. But one could, of course, argue that leaving the drivers to make the choice would increase entertainment. But honestly, I don't think it's the most sensible decision in today's era. I mean, you know, one doesn't ask why engineers don't go racing, do they? No.
1: And Kunal, it's actually the Constructors' Championship where the money lies. Bullseye. That's what the teams race for, points which leads to money, or in this case, lots and lots and (laughs) lots of money. So the teams have their vested interests in controlling the outcome of the race, even if two of their drivers are battling for the top spot.
0: Precisely. And like Toto said, this strategy has worked very well for them since 2013 and they don't see a reason why they should change this either.
1: Oh, you know, I read this on Twitter. I found it hilarious. So when asked by Hamilton what his options in the race were, Mercedes told him in different words that He could finish second, behind Rosberg, or finish as the first (laughs) runner-up.
0: You know, and to be honest, if I were Nico Rosberg, I'd hire a professional party manager and throw Lewis Hamilton a wild party each weekend between the races.
1: (laughs) Even during the races, if you ask me. (laughs) Hamilton blamed his heavy partying as the reason for a variety of his slip-ups. So first, he crashed into a few stationary cars in Monaco. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I remember right, this is Lewis Hamilton's first crash in Monaco. A rather unceremonious one, of course, (laughs) but what the hell. (laughs) Secondly, he flew a day later than scheduled into Brazil. So he claimed he had fever, but I also wonder if it was his lack of sleep that was actually the cause.
0: Maybe he was hungover. (laughs)
1: Maybe. (laughs) Though Toto Wolf claims he doesn't drink alcohol.
0: Wolf claims a lot of things.
1: <laughs> and thirdly, Lewis Hamilton failed to land up in time for the post-qualifying photograph in Brazil. Now, I wonder if we should blame this on his lack of sleep or his hair or bad hair days, <laughs> as we've talked about in the past. <laughs> and fourth, absolutely unconnected, as some might say. But is this why he was off Rosberg's pace yet again?
0: You know, one could wonder... But I also see it this way. An off the pace Lewis Hamilton is still quicker than the fastest Ferrari on track. (laughs) (laughs) But we must compliment Rosberg's guts. Despite getting a beating all season long, he still wants Hamilton as his teammate for life.
1: Of course Kunal, this is exactly how Nico Rosberg can achieve Formula 1 greatness. Winning a world championship alongside Lewis Hamilton. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants to be remembered for. And hey, we've seen the hamilton rosberg wettel trio on the podium for the ninth time this season. That's nearly 50% of the races. And you know, the trend has been so similar every single time. The Mercedes drivers would follow each other one-two, followed by Wettel a few seconds later... And then the 4th place driver some 30-40 seconds later. (laughs) I really hope there's better competition in 2016.
0: And in Brazil, Rosberg lapped all finishers up to 5th place. Which meant that only the factory teams of Ferrari and Mercedes finished on the same lap. Such is the pace of the front-running teams.
1: You know, this is exactly why Max Verstappen deserves to be with one of these teams. (laughs)
0: And wait a minute, believe it or not, Verstappen has already beaten Vettel in his debut season in Formula 1. The Dutch teenager's six consecutive points finish is already better than Vettel's with Toro Rosso way back in 2008. But yes, if you're an avid follower, you will notice and bring to our notice that back in those days, points were awarded for the top eight finishers only.
1: Very interesting. I'm sure not many would have heard of that fact. But hey Kunal, did you notice Hamilton's change of helmet colors? So he incorporated Senna's iconic yellow and green colors in his own helmet. You
0: know, I read about it, but I didn't really notice much on track or on television. Maybe that's why he skipped an FIA penalty, you know?
1: Well, yes. The ruling says that so long as the helmet doesn't look any different while he's in the car... The driver is allowed to make changes.
0: <laughs> My question then to the FIA is, can the fan who's watching the race at the circuit differentiate between the two drivers of the same team anyway? And I know the answer is a no, cause the drivers just end up zooming past you.
1: You know now this is where I believe that Sebastian Wettel did something really awesome by carrying his helmet for the podium celebrations in Brazil. This should become the norm, just as it is in MotoGP.
0: I absolutely agree with you for once. You know, there is just so much that Formula One can learn from MotoGP. And this is a very small change they can orchestrate at the marketing level.
1: Since performances are lacking, I really wonder if McLaren, Alonso and Jensen Button should market themselves as the most humorous team on the grid this season. <laughs> You know, I loved Alonso and Barton's impromptu invasion of the podium on Saturday. I mean, of course it was a joke to see McLaren on the podium, <laughs> but we loved it. And you know, I'm very glad that the FI didn't penalize them some 100,000 place grit penalty for this act. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've said this before and I say it again. McLaren's non-performance is allowing Alonso to showcase his humorous side. And believe it or not... I'm actually beginning to like him, finally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love his humorous side. You know, Alonso sunbathing in a deck chair. Wow, what a scene. (laughs) That went more viral than any of the action shots from Brazil this weekend. Kunal, a thought. I think it's high time that we invite the McLaren duo on to our podcast now. They've proven themselves worthy this season. They've earned their place on the Inside Line F1 podcast. Yes,
0: and if we are calling Jensen Button, we'll put a clause that he has to come with Jessica Michibata.
1: <laughs> We've had a former McLaren driver on our podcast earlier this year. So, hey, we'd love to have Jensen and Alonso if you all are listening. And
0: who are you talking of again? My memory just seems to vanish at this moment.
1: Kunal, you're just using this as an opportunity to make me. Um, plug our David <laughs> Kothar's podcast again.
0: <laughs> we, will, we will insert a link for all our fans to hear the interview again.
1: Absolutely. And finally, here's some news on Mick Schumacher, Michael's son, who is now charting his way through Formula One, or so we hope. There are rumours that indicate that both Ferrari and Mercedes are showing much interest in his career.
0: Of course, he's got a famous surname, a famous father or a very famous father for that matter, and hopefully the legendary talent. Now, that's what teams are really counting on.
1: Worked for Max Verstappen.
0: (laughs) You know, I haven't really followed his racing career much, but I do know that during his karting days, he was troubled immensely by the pace and competition of Force India's junior driver, Jehan Daruwala.
1: And since we're plugging, this is where I will plug the... Living the dream podcast for our (laughs) listeners to tune into. Where we had Jehan Daruwala himself on the Inside Line F1 podcast. So anyway Kunal, signing off until next week I guess. No, no,
0: wait a minute. Until the next few weeks. I believe we are on a break, aren't we? If the schedule reads right, we are possibly missing Abu Dhabi this season as well.
1: Yes, but like Lewis Hamilton said in Brazil Kunal, his job for the season is done. And so is ours.
0: (laughs) But guess what? Our work begins again in the off-season. So see all you guys back in December. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Is that Shakespeare?
0: Nope, it's Geico. Uh,
1: Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.